0: Hare Krishna. Welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita, and we are studying, we are continuing our study of the fifth verse of the first fourteen verses of Chaitanya Charitamrita, uh, which is elaborately explained in the fourth chapter of the Adi Lila. So we are still studying the prelude to the verse. So today's uh, range of verses that we will be looking at is from Chaitanya Charitamrita Adi Lila, chapter four, texts thirty-six all the way through fifty-five. We hope we can complete all that, um, that's about 20 verses, um, but it should be all right, I guess. <laughs> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnana Timirandhas Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha श्री चैतन्य मनोभीष्टं स्थापितं येन भूतले स्वयं रूपह कदा मह्यं ददाति स्वपदानतिकं हम श्री गुरु श्री युत पदकमलम श्री गुरुं वैष्णवामश्च श्री रूपं सागरजातम सहगण रघुनाथान्वितं तं सजीवं साद्वैतं श्री राधा कृष्ण पादान सहगण ललिता श्री विशाखान्वितामश्च हे कृष्ण करणासिंधो दीनबन्धो जगतपते गोपेश गोपिका कांतराधा राधा कांत तप्तकांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रनामामि हरिप्रिये वाञ्छाकल्पतरुभ्यश्च कृपासिन्धुभ्य एवच पतितानां पावणेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः नमः ओम विष्णुपादाय कृष्णपृष्ठाय भूतले श्रीमते भक्तिवेदांतस्वामिनितेनामिने नमस्ते सरस्वती देवे गौरवाणे प्रचारिणे निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चात्य देशतारिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर श्री हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण कृष्ण Rama Rama Hare Hare. <coughs> so, welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamritam. So, we are continuing our study of the fourth, sorry, fifth verse of the Chaitanya Charitamritam, which is elaborately explained in the fourth chapter. And we haven't even come to the ver- verse yet. The verse is only stated in the 55th, at the 55th verse location of the chapter. Before that, it was all. It is all the prelude to that verse, and we are still studying the prelude. We have done already two parts, and we have covered only until the first 35 verses so far. And today we attempt to cover the rest of the verses until this verse, which is at the 55th location. So since we are studying this verse, so we will chant it. Um, I'm not going to wait for your chanting. I'll just chant, and then you practice it on your own, right? राधा क्रिष्णा प्रणय विकृतिर लादि नीशक्ति रस्माद <coughs> एकात्माना वापिभुविपुरा देह भेदं गतव तव चैतन्याख्यं प्रकटम धुनात अद्वयं राधा भावध्युति सुवलितं नौमि क्रिष्ण स्वरूपं <coughs> There was, there is another tune to the same verse, which is like... <laughs> Radha Krishna Pranayavakritir Hladini Shaktir Asmat ekatmana Vapibhuvipura Deha Bhedam Gato Chaitanyakyam Chaitanyakhyam adhuna, Tadvayam Adhunat Radha Bhava vadyuti suvalitam naomi krishna swarupam So, you can practice any of these um, tunes but I think the first tune is easier So anyway, we will go into the meaning of this The loving affairs of Shri Radha and Krishna are transcendental manifestations of the Lord's internal pleasure-giving potency Although Radha and Krishna are one in their identity they, they separated themselves eternally. Now these two transcendental identities have again united in the form of Sri Krishna Chaitanya. I bow down to him. <coughs> I bow down to him who has manifested himself <coughs> with the sentiment and complexion of Shri Mati Radharani, although he is Krishna himself. This text is from the diary of Sri uh, Swarub Goswami. It appears as the fifth of the first four, first fourteen verses of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. So, Radha and Krishna are eternally separate, uh, in the sense that they are, they are two different people, the Supreme Male and the Supreme Female. And just like when we are alone, we are not as happy as when we are with our friends, right? So, the same thing with Krishna. Of course, Krishna is independent of these things. Atma Rama means he is self-satisfied. But still, to expand his enjoyment, he eko bahusyam, it is said uh, in the Vedas, that he, one person, has expanded himself into millions and trillions of multitude of living entities. So, when we say he expanded, it appears that he did it an, at a certain point in time, but no, eternally. jivaloke sanatana. So, we have always been parts and parcels of Krishna. So even Radha and Krishna, you see, uh, here it is uh, translated. Although Radha and Krishna are one in identity, they separated themselves eternally. That's the thing. There's no um, separation between Radha and Krishna. Without Radha, there is no meaning of Krishna. Without Krishna, there is no meaning of Radha Rani. But still, they exist as two separate persons to enjoy loving affairs between themselves. Now, they both of them have now united in the form of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and when we when we say they have united now it's not that at a certain point in time they united even Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is eternally existent Sri Chaitanya Prabhupada said he also exists in the Goloka Vrindavan with his Sankirtan party Chaitanya Mahaprabhu this is eternal um, um, what is that Uh, form it's not that he's only coming at one point in time and that's it after that he is no more as they think with Krishna also. So Krishna came 5000 years ago and now he is no more and then he will come again maybe next day of Brahma. So that's how they calculate. But actually Krishna is always there. He appears before us at a certain point in time. At a schedule that he himself makes, creates. Now Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is also like that. Uh, so Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is also eternally existing. And when... So of course here it is... In these verses it is mentioned that, okay, he wants to um, enjoy that love and then therefore he advented himself here, as if he cannot uh, experience those loving emotions in the spiritual world. He can. He can. But still he comes here. Uh, at the same time, uh, he used he also propagated the religion, Yuga Dharma of the Holy, I mean of this Kali Yuga, which is the chanting of the holy names, Sankirtan Yajna. So, now having read that verse, we were reading at this point. So, Chaitanya, uh, Krishna is thinking himself like this. This is the 33rd verse. This is towards the end of the previous session on Chaitanya charitamrita which was, I think, about two or three, three weeks ago, I think. So, he is thinking that I will come down to the earth and I will, you know, um, and uh, this is before even he came as Krishna. Then by hearing about the pure love of the residents of Raja, devotees will worship me on the path of spontaneous love, abandoning all rituals of religiosity and fruitive activity. So Krishna shows his um, super-excellent pastimes with the cowherd boys, with the, with the gopis of Rinna, and all these pastimes, so as to attract us away from mundane ritualistic performances which only can get us to heavenly planets for a temporary period of time. And that too full of misery. So, He is wanting us to come to the, like Krishna said in the 18th chapter, Sarva dharmaan parityajya sharanam praja. Now, people may be discouraged. Oh, I have to give up everything. They focus on the giving up. They don't know what they get, are getting. So therefore, He shows Himself on, in all these pastimes on the earth. He has no reason to perform those pastimes on the earth. He's already doing it in Goloka Vrindavan eternally. Why does he have to come to earth and display all these things? Because he wants to attract us. Yeah, you give up Sarvatharman Paritya, sharanam Saranamraja. But you see what you're getting by giving up that. Vishayachadiya uh, serase majiya. I think who, uh, Narutum Das Thakur Losandas Das Thakur has sung. I think it's Das Thakur. So he has said, Vishayachadiya serase majiya. Only We can only enjoy spiritual life when we have um, given up material life. So as much as we agree to give up materialistic sense gratification, that much we will be able to enter into the spiritual happiness of cooperating with Krishna's enjoyment. So to attract us, instead of giving us only a negative or a prohibition, negative instruction, that means don't give up, like give up all other religious activities and surrender unto me. So that give up is prohibition, right? Don't do all other dharma. So he's showing what we will get in return for that. So, <coughs> thus by hearing about the pure love of the residents of Raja, devotees will worship me on the path of spontaneous love, abandoning all rituals of religiosity and fruitive activity. Then Krishna manifests his eternal, this is from the verse from the Bhagavatam 10.33.36. This is an explanation by Shukadeva Goswami to Parishit Maharaj. Krishna manifests his eternal human-like form and performs his pastimes to show mercy to the devotees. Having heard such pastimes, one should engage in service to him. Anugrahaya bhaktanam manusham deham ashritah, kreda, yah shrutva Yahashrutva Tatparobhaveta. See, manusham deham ashritah. In uh, mam mudha manushim tanum ashritah so, in the same thing he said in the n- ninth chapter of Bhagavad Gita. There he said that, <coughs> um, Fools deride me when I descend in the human form. Um, they think I am an ordinary human. So, it is actually human-like form. In fact, Manusham form has come as an imitation of God's real form. Anyway, um, he manifests human-like form we have also studied this aspect, that he comes in many different forms. But especially when he comes in new human like forms, we can appreciate his uh, loving reciprocations. When he came, in fact Prabhupada says that he comes in uh, even other forms, even like s- trees. He, come, he, manif- he incarnates even among trees and insects. We can't even imagine in all the species of life he incarnates. So, only we know a few like fish, like Matsya, and Kurma as a tortoise, and Varaha as a boar. But there are, he actually incarnates in every single species, all the 8.4 million species. Just imagine. And in those, um, you know, forms, we can't, we first of all, don't, don't have much information about those forms. And also, we won't be able to maybe appreciate, because of our condition nature, how he reciprocates with um, as as a Supreme Lord. But especially when he comes in human-like form, uh, then we can appreciate. Hmm. And um, here, it is said that bhajate Tadrashi krida, he enjoys Tadrashi such pastimes yah shrutva which having heard which we after having heard those pastimes Fully intent upon him, Tatparaha Bhavet, one must become. We must become his devotee. We must engage in service to him. So, and then next verse it is said, this was the last verse that we discussed uh, in the previous session. Bhavet, here you see the word Bhavet. One must become. So, this word Bhavet is explained here. Bhavet kriya vidhilin. Okay, you know what I will. I will just go back. Bhavet kriya vidhilin. She iha Kartavya kartavya e anyatha pratyavaya Here the use of the verb, verb bhavet which is in the imperative mode tells us that this certainly must be done. Non-compliance would be abandonment of duty. That means if we don't worship Krishna, it is abandonment of our duty. We are committing a crime. And that is explained here, Shrimad Bhagavatam. i um, I'll quickly take you to this verse, 11 5, 3 I think some of you already know this verse. If any of the members of the four Varnas and four Ashramas fail to worship or intentionally disrespect the Personality of Godhead, who is the source of their own creation, they will fall down from their position into a hellish state of life. Just now we have seen Bhavet, we must engage in his service. If we don't, if any of the members fail to worship or intentionally disrespect, it is abandonment of duty and what is the consequence? We will fall down, brashta patantya into a hellish state of life. So that is where we ended. So today, if continuing from here, 4.36 and 37. You see, just as these desires are the fundamental reason for Krishna's appearance, whereas destroying the demons is only an incidental necessity, So, for Sri Krishna Chaitanya, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, promulgating the dharma of the age is incidental, so Krishna comes, um, there are many reasons, I think we have also gone through that, there are many reasons which Kunti Devi lists down in her prayers, um, why he came, some say this, some say because of this reason, some say because of this reason, so many, 1st canto 8 chapter verses 32 through 35, 32, 33, 34, 35, 4 verses, Explain um, different reasons why Krishna comes. Some say this reason, some say that reason, but all reasons are correct. But now, although all reasons are correct, usually He has a main purpose and then a subsidiary purpose or uh, incidental purpose. Uh, since He is here, He will also do that. Like, you know, when we are shopping, for example, we may go to a mall and we shop, th- we actually go to buy something. But then since we are there, maybe this is another shop is selling this one, you know, might as well get that also, you know, while I'm here. So, that's incidental purchase. It's not a planned purchase. I mean, it's still, I mean, <laughs> we may not plan. But Krishna has this, in, has this in the plan, but it is not the main thing. By the way, since he's here, he'll do this also. So, that is incidental. So, Krishna comes... Paritrāṇāya Sādhunāṁ Vināśāya Dharmasamsthāpānārthāya Sambhavāmi Yuge Yuge Now his main thing is to Paritrāṇāya Sādhunāṁ to protect and encourage the devotees and also Dharmasamsthāpānārthāya to maintain the religious principles so that in the future devotees will be protected by these dharmic principles that he laid down in the form of like Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam and similar literatures and also he sends Acharyas repeatedly to save us so that is Dharma Artha. this is his main purpose, but Vinashashya Dushkritam because the demons always harass the devotees, in order to protect the devotees, which is my main purpose, incidentally I have to kill demons, I will kill demons, but that's not his main activity, see that's how it goes. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came for two reasons. Confidential reason and external reason. Confidential reason is he wanted to taste Radha Rani's love for him. He wanted to taste his own greatness. He wanted to taste um, the qualities in him which attract Radharani. So all these things he, he wanted to understand. But then the time when he thought of understanding this or diving deep into these feelings of Radharani, the same time, the time has come for his avatar in this. His scheduled avatar Uh, or um, sorry, the time has come to re-establish the Yuga Dharma for Kali Yuga, Sankirtan Yagyam. So, he came, he did both simultaneously. So, promulgating the Dharma of the age is incidental. So, even that incidental pastime is already Namo (laughs) Mahamadanyaya Krishna Prema Pradayate. So, Rupa Goswami said, you are the most merciful and that was only the secondary reason why he came. Primary is to you know taste love of Radharani. Next. When the Lord desired to appear for another reason, the time for promulgating the religion of the age also arose. Promulgating means propagating. So, when the Lord desired to appear for another reason, so what is the other reason? Tasting the love of Radharani. When He desired like that, the time for promulgating the religion of the age also arose. So, He just came. Thus, with two intentions, the Lord appeared with His devotees and tasted the nectar of prema with the congregational chanting of the Holy Name. Shedvare achandale Kirtan Sanchare Nama Prema Malagathi Parayala Samsare Thus he spread Kirtan even among the untouchables. He wove a wreath of the Holy Name and Prema Love of Godhead with which he garlanded the entire material world. And not only during his appearance, even now it is going on, his movement. His devotees, Navusila Prabhupada, he has spread it all over the world and his books are still doing the preaching and people are still becoming devotees and we are carrying forward the movement on his strength. So in that way, it is still going on. This this garlanding the entire material world with the love of Godhead is still going on. That pastime is not finished yet, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastime. Although in his his visible pastimes are finished, uh, in um fifteenth uh, century, sorry, sixteenth century. But even now the movement is of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the Leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is going on. Our movement is the Leela of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And if we participate in this Leela, it is our greatest fortune of all the incarnations. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the most merciful and to par- be able to participate in his incarnation is, this kind of um, good fortune is, <laughs> we can't even imagine of getting, but we have gotten it. How fortunate position is this? So we should not lose it, we should not give it up at any cost. So this is uh, many times Prabhupada um, quoted this. So he quoted this in the in the form that um, we have to preach by following uh, the, the Devotional principles ourselves. First, achar, then prachar. In this way, assuming the sentiment of a devotee, he pract- he preached devotional service while practicing it himself. Purport. When Rupa Goswami met Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu at Prayag, Allahabad, he offered his respectful obeisances by submitting that um, Lord Chaitanya was more magnanimous than any other avatar of Krishna because he was distributing love of Krishna. His mission was to enhance love of Godhead. In the human form of life, the highest achievement is to attain the platform of love of Godhead. Lord Chaitanya did not invent a system of religion as people sometimes assume. Religious systems are meant to show the existence of God, who is then generally approached as the cosmic Order Supplier. But Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's transcendental mission is to distribute love of Godhead to everyone. Anyone who accepts God as the Supreme can take to the process of chanting Hare Krishna and become a lover of God. Therefore, Lord Chaitanya is the most magnanimous. This munificent broadcasting of devotional service is possible only for Krishna himself. Therefore, Lord Chaitanya is Krishna. You see this, this munificent broadcasting of devotional service is possible only for Krishna himself. That means, (laughs) it's not a job for ordinary conditioned souls at all. Ordinary souls, it's only by Krishna who can do. Only Krishna can broadcast the devotional service. That's why Advaita Prabhu called Krishna to come down. And then he came as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And when Krishna empowers somebody to do that, we should understand that he's especially blessed by Krishna. So, Śrīla Prabhupāda, we can see in his life how he preached. That's why he said, um, what is that? Kalikālin nāma rūpe. No, not that one. Krishna shakti vina nahetār pravartan, Kali yuga dharman harināma sankirtan. So, Kali yuga's dharma of harināma sankirtan, Krishna shakti vina. Without the empowerment of Krishna, nobody can preach. Krishna empowers his different devotees in different ways. Hmm? Hanuman, he, he empowered anu, Hanuman with great strength. He empowered um, the gopis with such extraordinary love. And he empowered Raghunathdas Goswami with extraordinary austerities. He empowered Gaurakishwad Das Babaji for his extraordinary renunciation like Raguna Das Goswami. He empowered Jiva Goswami, Rupa Goswami and Sanatan Goswami to write extensive literature. So, he empowers different devotees in different capacities. And he empowers Shala Prabhupada to broadcast his message all over the world. And that is possible only for Krishna himself. So, how confidential this is. Even Advaita Prabhu, who is Mahavishnu, seemingly as powerful as Krishna, but he also prayed to Krishna. Because in Mahavishnu's position also, uh, he doesn't exhibit these pastimes of pranaya which is the intimate pastimes of Sakya, Vatsalya, Madhurya all these pastimes are not um, you know Mahavishnu doesn't officially engage in those or of course Krishna Krishna and Mahavishnu there is no difference but still transcendently there is a difference uh, so Krishna only um, even in uh, Goloka Vrindavan there is the Dwarka Dham, there is a Madhura Dham but Vrajadham that in that portion of Gologu Dham and when we say portion, it is not like a small corner, no, it is the biggest portion of Gologodham. So, this Vraja Dham, there is where Krishna uh, exhibits all these uh, confidential pastimes with his confidential devotees. So, this munificent broadcasting of devotional service is possible only for Krishna Himself, therefore, Lord Chaitanya is Krishna. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as you said here, did not invent a system of religion as people sometimes assume. Now, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is already Krishna himself. He can invent a religion, but he doesn't need to because it's already there. Our religion is that we are eternally parts and parcels of him and we need to serve him. That's all. That's all. Uh, in any form religion may appear in this world, it is, um, it is, you know, in any form religion may appear in this world. It looks like different, oh, sometimes these rules are there, sometimes those rules are there. But, ultimately, it is the same principle that we have to obey the rules of God. That's it. So now, that obedience of the rules of God, so what would God say? Manmana, bhava madbhakto, madhyaji, maam namaskuru. So these things He said. And think of me, manmana and become my devotee, offer your respectful obeisances unto me. So, in that way, he asks us to become a devotee. Now, that remembering of Krishna is also difficult in this Kali Yuga. Uh, we are so disturbed. So, in this Kali Yuga, everything is very disturbing and we are dull headed. We cannot understand so easily, and even if we understand, we are very slow to take it up. We don't take it up quickly. If something is giving us such a great benediction as this Krishna Consciousness movement, why do we still uh, hold on to our material, you know, this thing, as if nothing great ever happened, you know, nothing great ever came our way. I mean, this is the greatest thing. I mean, we cannot ask for anything more. But still, we don't have the enthusiasm to um, dive deep into this full on. You see, how our mandabhagya, our mandasuman, dull headed, I mean, after knowing that something will save you from the perilous material existence, I mean, still if we don't, you know, take it up with full eagerness, you know, how much dull headed we are? So, just like, you know, a fish or um, say, any, any animal, any predator. Lion or fish or crocodile. When they are hungry, when they see a, uh, an animal, they run. They even risk their lives. You know, sometimes these elephant, I mean, sorry, the lions, they they attack elephant. You know, how dangerous it is to attack an elephant. Sometimes they attack a giraffe. You know, giraffe with one, you know, uh, stamping of his leg, he will kill a lion. An elephant with one, you know, you know one whack of his uh, trunk he can kill a lion with its with his tusk he can kill the lion with his uh, leg he can kill the lion sometimes they uh, they take on buffalos these wild buffalos lions and wild buffalos are way 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 stronger than the lions four times five times the size of a lion male lion the two male lion is far bigger than a female lion and the lions actually go risk their lives because their life depends on such food and they, you know if something is saving them is oh this food will save me With that thought they even risk their lives to do it. Now <laughs> why I'm saying this is we have something which will save us from not just a, a few days of hunger like the animals go after but we our hunger for trillions of years that has not been satisfied is you, you will be satisfied with this Krishna consciousness movement. The soul will be completely satisfied. The thing that we have been searching for for trillions of years is now in front of us. And then we think, uh, maybe it is not really the one, you know. Uh, I will try something else. Eh? That much dull headed we are. upadruta. Undisturbed, all the way disturbed every time. This, that. Even our chanting is disturbed so much. And now with the gadgets, it is even more disturbing. So, manmana, this thinking of Krishna, is very difficult. That's why it is said, Aghachit Smaranam Vishnor Bahva Sayena Bahva Yasena Sadhyate Oshtha Spandana Matrena Kirtanam Tutatovaram. Why are we talking about all these things? Because we are telling that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not invent any religion. The religion was to always think of Krishna. Smartavya Satatam Vishnur, Vismartavya Najatu Chit. That has always been the uh, core of the religious principles. Now, that remembrance, Manmanabhava, in Kali Yuga, it is done by chanting. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu just inaugurated such chanting. So, he did not invent anything new. Although capable of destroying all sins, the remembrance of Lord Vishnu is achieved only with extraordinary effort. On the other hand, one may perform Krishna Kirtan simply by moving one's lips and thus this process is superior. O descendant of Bharata, the holy names of Lord Vishnu are always vibrating in the mouth of one who has previously worshipped Vasudeva perfectly for hundreds of lifetimes. So many nice verses are there in this purport here quoted by Acharyas. But you can see how... Kirtan is so so much more powerful because manmana. If you if you want to control our, our mind and think of Krishna, we can't even stay for a moment thinking of Krishna. Our mind is going in a million directions already. But um, movement of the lips is very physical and very easy to control, but it has the same effect. But of course, we have to chant it attentively. Again, the mind is to be you know <coughs> employed here. But still, even if our mind is wandering this chant will bring the mind back. Just like any other sound, like if I am now speaking here and then outside the window, if there is a like big vehicle or some big sound happens, immediately my mind is diverted there. So, just like sound diverts our attention, so here also, since my mind is already diverted while chanting, with the sound of the chanting, It will be diverted back to the sound. And then that is actually the diversion that we want. Instead of diversifying, I I mean diverting away from the sound of holy name, we have to divert we have to be diverted back to the holy name from wherever we are. So the holy name chanting of the holy name helps in that. So we have to chant audibly, Prabhupada said. Not like not like that. Just moving the lips and nothing, no sound coming. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Krishna Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Hare Hare. We have to chant audibly, clearly. Uh, then, yes, then we have to hear. Uh, that is the whole meditation process. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not invent anything new. Huh? It is already stated in the Kali Upanishad everywhere. Uh, bhagavatam <coughs> In the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna has taught the philosophy of surrender to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. One who has surrendered to the Supreme can make further progress by learning to love Him. Surrendering is the first step. Then loving Him is where we have to go. People say, I am a God-fearing person or He is a God-fearing person. We should not remain a God-fearing person. God is something not to be feared. God is to be loved. For the demons, yes, God is to be feared. But of course, demons—they think they are too powerful. They—they they don't fear God. Uh, not because, but only until the full wrath of God is not displayed. Like Hiranyakashipu, he was fearless until Narasimhadev came. When he actually saw the power of God, he was baffled. He was completely in fear. But Prahlad Maharaj was fearless when Hiranyakashipu was. Um, torturing him in different ways and he was also fearless when Narasimhadev came. In fact, he became more happy when Narasimhadev came. After his father was killed, he put a garland on uh, the killer of his father. Who puts a garland on somebody's father dies, he puts a killer, you know, garland on the killer? No. But Prahlad Maharaj did it. Uh, so, uh, because his father was demon mm. and um, uh, he was terrorizing not only Prahlad but the whole universe. But Prahlad got the major brunt of it, you know, major part of it, he got. Now, (coughs) in Bhagavad Gita, he taught us the philosophy of surrender. One who has surrendered to the Supreme can make further progress by learning to love him. God-loving person. Because he loved, you know, the Supreme Lord, any feature of the Supreme Lord is not fearful for him. Because he knows that, just like lion, for example. Lion is... You you look at a lion. (laughs) No animal can stand or no human being can stand. I mean, it's so fearsome, you know. We immediately are overtaken by fear when we see a lion in front of us. Finish! I mean, it's it's the death for us, basically. Now, the cub, the lion cub, although the lion is so fearsome, so lion cub, oh, he plays with the lion. Right in the face, he will play. Uh, So small. but So that is because of love. How much ever fearsome the lion may be. For the cub, he is not fearsome. The father or the mother. uh, He has affection. So like that, the devotee always has affection for the Lord. He is God-loving person. That is why we are. to... God-fearing is good. It is not that it is bad. Because at least we abide by some principles at least. But that is not enough to be a God-fearing person. God-loving person is what we have to become. Next. Therefore, the Krishna Consciousness movement propagated by Lord Chaitanya is especially meant for those who are cognizant of the presence of the Supreme Godhead, the ultimate controller of everything. That's why Chaitanya Charitamrita, in other words, is for those who are cognizant or knowledgeable about the presence of the Supreme Godhead. This is why... It is said that we cannot understand Chaitanya Charitamrita unless we understand Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam. Because for the atheist, they first have to understand the Bhagavad Gita and accept the presence of God, accept His supremacy, and then Bhagavatam opens up all the relationships that one can have with the Lord. So it's various stories between uh, dealings of um, Lord and the devotees. Bhagavatam, and then finally Chaitanya Charitamrita, uh, so which even builds on top of that and it reaches the highest limits of such relationships, which is the love of Srimad Radharani and also uh, the Yuga Dharma for this age, the chanting, everything, and all the philosophy, the quintessence of all philosophy is studied in Chaitanya Charitamrita. So it's completely based on the Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam, but one is deemed to have understood. The or accepted the presence of the Supreme Lord and His supremacy and our subordination to Him. Only then will He He be able to understand Chaitanya Charitamrita. His mission, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission, is to teach people how to dovetail themselves into engagements of transcendental loving service. He is Krishna teaching his own service from the position of a devotee. The Lord's acceptance of the role of a devotee in the eternal form of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. See, it's the eternal form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. It's not a temporary form. So, the Lord's acceptance of the role of a devotee in the eternal form of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is another of the Lord's wonderful features. Oh, Krishna. Okay, you know what, Um, the current tripped here, I think there is a break in the circuit or something, I have to uh, quickly go and, uh, you know, set up that, I mean, settle there, I will just come back, Um, give me a second. Hare Krishna! I think um, it might happen again. Sorry. I think it's all blurred. Okay, wait. Okay. There you go. Ah, oh, it's white now. I've changed the color. <laughs> One second, make it green again Okay, there you go (sighs) sorry for the interruption it may go off again because I don't know what is exactly causing that but uh, it happened a few days ago it repeatedly went off so I think for those who are in India power cuts are a normal thing but here it is not Uh, what to do? There's some problem with the circuit. Anyway, let's get back to it before it again blacks out. The Lord's acceptance of the role of a devotee in the eternal form of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is another of the Lord's wonderful features. A conditioned soul cannot reach the absolute personality of Godhead by His imperfect endeavor. Hmm. And therefore, it is wonderful that Lord Lord Sri Krishna in the form of Lord Gauranga has made it easy for everyone to approach Him. So we cannot go on our own to Krishna. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has come to help us. Swarup Damadur Goswami has described Lord Chaitanya as Krishna himself with the attitude of Radharani, or a combination of Radha and Krishna. Now where did he say that? Well, this verse, Radha Krishna Pranayavekritir Ladine Shaktir Asmaad. So this verse itself says that Swarup Damadur Goswami uh, this is actually Swaruddhamadhar Goswami's diary. This verse comes from there. So he explained, described Lord Chaitanya as Krishna himself with the attitude of Radharani. Radha bhava Dyuti suvalitam naomi Krishna. Swarupam. So the attitude of Radharani and the complexion of Radharani. The intention of Lord Chaitanya is to taste Krishna's sweetness in transcendental love. He does not care to think of himself as Krishna. Uh, he does not care. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu does not think himself as Krishna. In fact, when somebody points out, ah, you are Krishna, immediately he covers his ears. Hmm. Of course, he did show his, himself as Radha and Krishna combined to confidential devotees um, or as you know Shadbhuj Avatar and Shadbhuja Roop to um, Sarvam Bhattacharya and as Radha Krishna to Rai. And even as Narasamadeva, I think, to whose Rivas or some, I don't know, I I forgot. So anyway, he, and he even showed his Vishwarupa as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So these are, these incidences are there in Chaitanya Charitamritam. But uh, for the most part, he remained as devotee. And that has been his predominant mood. So the intention of Lord Chaitanya is to taste Krishna's sweetness in transcendental love. He does not care to think of himself as Krishna because he wants the position of Radharani. We should remember this, a class of so-called devotees called the Na- Nadia Nagaris or Gauranagaris or Gauranga Nagaris. Pretend that they have the sentiment of gopis toward Lord Chaitanya. That means they are gopis of Lord Chaitanya. Lord Chaitanya did not keep any gopis. But they do not realize that he placed himself not as the enjoyer Krishna, but as the enjoyed, the devotee of Krishna or Radharani. The concoctions of unauthorized persons pretending to be bona fide have not been accepted by Lord Chaitanya. Lord Chaitanya did not accept such. These are their own concoctions. Presentations such as those of the Gauranagaris are only disturbances to the sincere execution of the mission of Lord Chaitanya. You see? anything any devotional service if we do without uh, sanction or without uh, guidance of the scriptures it is, th- it is simply a disturbance in the society what is the verse shruti smriti purana adi pancharatra vidham vina sorry pancharatra vidham vina Aikantiki harer bhaktir uttata yaiva Devotional service of the Lord that ignores the authorized Vedic literatures like the Upanishads, Puranas and Narada Pancharatra is simply an unnecessary disturbance in society. Lord Chaitanya is undoubtedly Krishna himself and he is always non-different from Shrimati Radharani. But the emotion technically called Vipralambha Bhava which the Lord adopted for confidential reasons should not be disturbed in the name of service. Oh, we want to be, you know, uh, worshipping and then we disturb. We should not disturb Lord Chaitanya's mood. So, of course, at one point, there was a um, debate among ourselves, uh, devotees in the temple. And we were just discussing this point, whether we should offer tulsi leaves at the feet of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Because he is not Acting as Krishna, he is acting as a devotee of Krishna. So, should we offer Tulasi leaves at his feet? So, we saw some instruction of Srila Prabhupada in a letter that we should offer Tulasi at his feet, so that was settled. Uh, But the offerings uh, we offer to him, like for Ekadashi, yesterday was Ekadashi, and Krishna is offered grains and everything, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we did not offer grains, we offered only like Ekadashi food. Ekadashi fasting is for devotees. Krishna does not need this fasting. So Krishna has to be given everything, grains also. Uh, So he is given rice, he is given chapati and everything. But the devotees only take uh, Anukalpa Prasadam. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, since he is in the form of devoting, we have to give him also such offering. Although he is Krishna himself. So, So that's how we are... Uh, supposed to serve. A devotee is not meant to, uh, sorry, sorry, but the emotion technically called Vipralambha bhava, which the Lord adopted for confidential reasons, should not be disturbed in the name of service. A mundaner should not unnecessarily intrude into affairs of transcendence and thereby displease the Lord. One must always be on guard against this sort of devotional anomaly. A devotee is not meant to create disturbances to Krishna. Hmm. As Śrīla Rūpa Goswāmī has explained, Devotional service is ānukūlyena. Ānukūlyena krishnanu Bhakti bhaktiruttama. Means favourably or favourable to Krishna. Acting fa- unfavourably toward Krishna is not devotion. Kamsa was an enemy of Krishna. He always thought of Krishna but he thought of him as an enemy. And that is unfavourable. So one should always avoid such unfavourable so-called service. Same. Lord Chaitanya has accepted the role of Radharani and we should support that position as Swarup Damodha did in the Gambhira, the room where Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu stayed in Puri. How did he support it? He always reminded Lord Chaitanya of Radha's feelings of separation as they are described in Srimad Bhagavatam and Lord Chaitanya appreciated his assistance. So, uh, just like um, according to the... Uh, Con, uh, or according to the question, like you ask me questions and we quote some verses from the Shastras or when we are explaining something philosoph- philosophically, then we quote something from the Shastras to support that philosophy or support that point philosophically. But Sarubha Madhura was doing it at a different level. He was uh, supporting the mood of um, this uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So whenever Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would feel you know in a certain way, he would understand that feeling and he will quote an appropriate verse to pacify the the intense pain of separation that Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu feels. Or when he is feeling something else, he will quote a verse suitable to that. So there are so much example in the so many examples in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, especially in the Antilila, how these things were quoted like that. And uh, that is a totally different level of quoting verses. So he assisted the Lord, he served the Lord in his mood. Not that the Lord is thinking of, you know, Ratha's, you know, then he is quoted some verse about creation and destruction. No, according to the mood, you know. <coughs> uh, but the Gauranagaris, this is one of the So 13 Upasampradayas are there, uh, unscrupulous so called followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. One of them is Gauranganagaris they place Lord Chaitanya in the position of enjoyer and themselves as he is enjoyed uh, are not approved by Lord Chaitanya or by Lord Chaitanya's followers. Instead of being blessed, the foolish imitators are left completely apart. Their concoctions are against the principles of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The doctrine of transcendental enjoyment by Krishna cannot be mixed up with the doctrine of transcendental feeling of separation from Krishna in the role of Radharani. Same. But of course, now... How should we worship Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? How should we understand that he is in the mood of Radharani and what should we do? Don't worry too much. We are nowhere even close to understanding these moods and all. We will follow whatever Srila Prabhupada asks us to do. That's it. For now, just pray for his mercy as Namo Mahavadanyaya Krishna Prema Pradayate. He is the bestower of love of Krishna and we have to uh, seek his mercy through Srila Prabhupada. Not trying to understand his mood and what we cannot understand. I mean, who are we? Hmm? So, let's follow the instructions of Srila Prabhupada and be, then we'll be completely safe in our execution of devotional service. One second. Okay, next. Dasya Sakya Vatsalya Ar Ye Shringar Chari Prema Chaturvidha Bhaktai Aadhar Four kinds of devotees are the receptacle, receptacles of the four kinds of mellows in love of God, namely servitude, friendship, parental affection and conjugal love. The Shantaras is not usually counted as a devotional service because it is passive. There is no service involved. Of course, appreciation is also service. Some Acharyas, they count Shantaras as one of the devotional uh, I mean, um, states, but usually it is understood as Brahman realization, where there is no service. Nija Nija Bhava kore Mane Nija Bhave kore Krishna Sukha Aswadane Each kind of devotee feels that his sentiment is the most excellent and thus in that mood he tastes great happiness with Lord Krishna. So one who is in the Dasiras, he will enjoy that mood. Hanuman cannot enjoy the Gopi's love, that mood he cannot enjoy because his, his feeling is like a servant. So for him that is the best. Any other mood will not suit him. He he doesn't get the same uh, feeling. So, actually, every one of us, we have our particular mood with Krishna. But it is never to be imitated now. I had one person who said, Prabhu, I am feeling a lot of affection for Lord Ram, Prabhu. Somehow, I am attached to Lord Ram. Anyway, I said, you chant Hare Krishna. It has Hare Ram also, just chant. Because... I mean, he hasn't even started following properly anything. Yeah. So uh, that 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 time we cannot understand all these things. We we you uh, know cheap sentiment you know we you know we think we have uh, you know achieved some great devotion. Actually, it is not. So these are things that to be that will be revealed when we fully understand our constitutional position. So for now, we should just follow the regulative principles given by Shri Prabhupada. Not to say that, oh Prabhu, I, I feel like I am a coward boy, you know. Uh, go and tend the cows, go. Uh? <coughs> so, that is not the whole point. Okay? We have to follow the rules and regulations. Hmm. Otherwise, uh, you know, one, <laughs> one devotee, he heard, he was Prabhupada disciple. He went to Vrindavan. He met some Babaji. I know there are so many Babajis in Vrindavan and, you know, they are not... They are not followers, strict followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu or Radha Krishna. They just make it so cheap. So, one of the Babaji's told this, this disciple of Prabhupada, that you are actually a peacock in the spiritual world. And he started practicing uh, shout like a peacock. Shouting like peacock. He said, I am actually practicing to be my eternal form in the spiritual world. That means, Sukadeva Goswami was a parrot in the spiritual world. Did he make parrot sounds when he came here? He spoke Bhavudham. huh He did not make parrot sounds. So, it is not, it is not, these are cheap things, you know, cheap, cheap uh, um, imitations. So, we should not do these kind of things, we make a fool of ourselves. Mm-hmm. But anyway, there is such a stage we have to understand, we have to respect, okay, there is such a, such a stage, pure devotees will attend that stage, let me follow my own at my own level. That Tatas Tahay Amane Vicharyadikori Saba Rasa Hohite shringare Adhika Madhuri. But if we compare the sentiments in an impartial mood, now every devotee will like his own mood. Like Arjuna, you can't ask him to enjoy Madhuri Ras. He is ras So yashoda Madhuri I mean sorry, Vatsali Ras. Yeah. So everybody every devotee has his particular rasa, but if we compare the sentiments in an impartial mood we find that the conjugal sentiment is superior to all others in sweetness purport no one is higher or lower than anyone else in transcendental relationships with the lord for in the absolute realm um, everything is equal see this but although these relationships are absolute there are also different transcendental differences between them Thus, the transcendental relationship of conjugal love is considered the highest perfection. Now, now this Radha-Krishna love is the highest, but you see this, Shukadeva Goswami, he was a parrot in the spirit. He is a parrot in the spiritual world, Shuka, and still, when he mentioned, that's why he did not mention the word Radha directly in the Srimad Bhagavatam. Um, Because if he mentioned the word Radha, he will swoon in ecstasy. Immediately he will stop his uh, chanting of the Bhagavatam. So he did not want to stop his service of reciting the Bhagavatam. Just like Daruka, he was fanning Krishna, but his eyes were, you know, he Krishna was not visible to him because so much tears in his eyes in ecstasy, and you know his body became stunned. So, his body was not moving. So, he he shook away all those feelings of ecstasy and then continued with his service. Service is more important for him than a show of ecstatic symptoms. Mm, although it was real ecstatic symptoms. Similarly, Sukadeva Swami also didn't want to show off his ecstatic symptoms. So, he carefully hid them by not mentioning the word Radha. Because if he did mention the word Radha, that will be the end of the Bhagavatam. <laughs> so... Uh, you see how he, being, on, being a parrot, still appreciates the love of Radharani. Same thing happened with Uddhava. Uddhava, when he went to, although he is sakharas in the friendship, he went to Vrindavan and he saw the gopis and he so much appreciated their uh, love. In fact, I found something very interesting also. I think we will be discussing that song on Monday. Another of Prabhupada's songs. Krishnatava Punya Habibhaya. Or, or bhai. In that song, Śrīla Prabhupāda mentions himself as a cowherd boy. I mean, this is very confidential things. But, he mentions himself as a cowherd boyfriend of Krishna. I don't know if I have it uh, open here. Let me see if I can bring it out some somehow. Um, give me a second. Hmm. You see this? Uh, see, this is the song of Srila Prabhupada in the Jaladuta ship. Okay. We have studied one song, this is another song he wrote on the ship. Now here he says in the last three verses Tumi Moru Chira Sati Bulia Mayar Ta Lati Khayachi Janma Janmantare. आजी पुना ए सुजोग जदि होए जोगा जोग तबे पारी तुहें मिली भारे तुम्हारा मिलने भाई आबार से सुखपाए गोचारनेत घुरी दिन भर कोतो बने छोटा छोटी बने खाई लुटा लुटी दिन कबे हबे मोर आजी से सुविधा हालत तुम्हार स्मरण भेलो बड़ो आशा डाकिलाम थाए Amitomar nityadas ETO bina So he said, O oh Lord Krishna, you are my seven, eight and nine. Okay. Oh Lord Krishna, you are my eternal companion. Forgetting you I have suffered the kicking of Maya birth after birth. If today the chance to meet you again occurs again, then surely I will be able to rejoin you. Oh my dear brother, in your company I will experience great joy once again. Wandering about the pastures and fields, I will pass the entire day with you in tending the cows. Joking with you and frolicking throughout so many forests of Raja. I will enjoy pastimes of stealing and eating one another's lunch. When, oh when will that day be mine? Today that remembrance of being with you came to me in a very nice way. Feeling great longing, I called out for you, O oh Lord Krishna. Only because I am your eternal servant, do I desire your association so much. Except for you, I have no other refuge. So here, uh, apparently, he is revealing himself as one of the cowherd boys of Vrindavan. So, of course, uh, you know (coughs) we don't go overboard with this and uh, uh, you know do a whole this thing. But yeah, this is his um, seems to be his eternal relationship with Krishna. Then. Even then, he could broadcast Mathureras and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement. In fact, I remember in one lecture, I was... I think in the uh, samsarada one, the, the Mangalarti song, the lecture on the Mangalarti song that I did, I think there I mentioned that some devotees have mentioned that Krishna, is, uh, Prabhupada is actually a cowhood boy. Then I kind of, you know, downplayed that. Um, because the evidence they were showing, was not what Srila Prabhupada said in his Jaladuta diary, for example. They were uh, telling some other things, you know how Prabhupada reacted to one devotee in 1966, 67 when one Mataji told him that you are a friend of Krishna, and you know Prabhupada lighted up, and you know. So I mean we can't decide on those things, but here Prabhupada actually really said it said it himself. Now we can't deny it. I mean so so, but the thing is. The Cowherd Boys and the Cowherd Girls, the um, girlfriends of Krishna, they all are in very, very close friendship. You know, there are so many adventures going on in Krishna's deala with the Gopis that involves the Cowherd Boys also, because Krishna, because Krishna, he wants to enjoy these girls, and his boyfriends help him. You know, uh, negotiate dealings. You know, they talk to this Gopi and to that. And that Gopi will convey to that Gopi. And so, I mean, so many things are going on. Mechanics, you know, in those <laughs> um, in those loving relationships. And the Cowherd boys play a major part in uh, exchanging messages and, you know, hiding and doing this thing, that thing. So many things. Cooperating with Krishna in his loving pastimes with the Gopis. So they are also well aware of, you know, the Gopis' love. And Uddhava is one example where he was in Sakhyaras and he went to Vrindavan and he saw the Gopis' love. And Naradmuni, um he is uh, sometimes counted among sa- uh, Shantaras in one of the verses. Um, others, I don't know actually, uh, which which mood is he in. But once I saw him, he was mentioned among the Shantaras. But anyway, he also went to the you know that Krishna's headache pastime. He went to Vrindavan and he saw the Gopis love and he appreciated their super excellence. So in this way, sometimes people in the other, I mean devotees in the other. Moods, and they also are, they can also propagate the signs of um, Madhuriras because they, you know, like Uddhava, for example, he came back and wow, this is, this is the highest love I have ever seen, you know, he said like that. So, anyway, these things are there. <coughs> but if we compare the sentiments in an impartial mood, we find that the conjugal sentiment is superior to all others in sweetness. Purport No one is higher or lower than anyone else in transcendent relationships with the Lord, for in the absolute realm, everything is equal. But although these relationships are absolute, there are also transcendental differences between them. Thus the transcendental relationship of conjugal love is considered the highest perfection. Increasing love is experienced in various tastes, one above another. But that love which has the highest taste in the gradual succession of desire manifests itself in the form of conjugal love. This is a verse from Srila Rupa Goswami's Bhaktira Samrata Sindhu. eva madhura rasa kohitaranam samsthan अतो oh. Therefore, I call it madhuraras. It has two further divisions, namely wedded and unwedded love. <coughs> so even in conjugal love, there is there are two, wedded love and unwedded love. Like Rukmini and Krishna they are husband and wife. But Radha and Krishna? No. Parakiya, Paramore. <coughs> it means it's like a woman loving a man other than her husband. So in the material world that is abominable but in the spiritual world that is the highest form of ecstasy. Parakiya <laughs> bhave There is a great increase of mellow in the unwedded conjugal mood. Such love is found nowhere but in Vraja. (coughs) (coughs) This mood is unbounded in the damsels of Vraja but among them it finds its perfection in Sri Radha. So that's why in the nectar of instruction also Rupa Goswami has glorified Sri Radharani as the best of all devotees. <coughs> you know the verse both i think 9 and 10 uh, even uh, 11 3 verses actually actually 10 and 11 कर्मभिः परितो प्रियतया व्यक्तम युरज्ञानिनां तेभ्यो ज्ञान विमुक्त भक्ति परमाह प्रेमैकनिष्ठास्तता तेभ्यस्ताः पशुपाल पङ्कजद्रशः ताभ्योपि साराधिका श्रेष्ठा तद्वदीयं तदीय सरसी ताम नाश्रयेतकः कृते In the Shastra, it is said that of all types of fruitive workers, he who is advanced in knowledge of the higher values of life is favoured by the Supreme Lord Hari. Out of many such people who are advanced in knowledge, Gyanis, one who is practically liberated by virtue of his knowledge may take to devotional service. He is superior to the others. However, one who has actually attained Prema, pure love of Krishna, is superior to him. The Gopis are exalted exalted above all the advanced devotees because they are always totally dependent upon Sri Krishna, the transcendental cowherd boy. Among the gopis, Srimati Radharani is the most dear to Krishna. Her kunda, the lake, Radha Kunda, is as profoundly dear to Lord Krishna as this most beloved of the gopis. Who then will not reside at Radha Kunda and in a spiritual body so charged with ecstatic devotional feelings, Aprakrita Bhava, render loving service to the divine couple Sri Sri Radha Govinda, who perform their Ashtakalya Leela, their eternal eightfold daily pastimes. Indeed, those who execute devotional service in the banks of Radha Kunda are the most fortunate people in the universe. Next, Krishna Syo chai hi Preyasi prayasi bhopiradha kundam chasya munibhira bitas tadru gavea yat preshtaira bhyalama solabham kimpunarubhakti bhajam tatpre medam sakritapisara snatu ravish karoti. Of the many objects of favoured delight and of all the lovable damsels of Rajabhumi, Srimati Radharani is certainly the most treasured object of Krishna's love. And in every respect, her divine Kunda is described by great sages as similarly dear to him. Undoubtedly, Radha Kunda is very rarely attained even by the great devotees. Therefore, it is even more difficult for ordinary devotees to attain. If one simply bathes one within those holy waters, one's pure love of Krishna is fully aroused. So, anyway, these things are there, mentioned. Uh, Vrajavadhu, this, you know, this this uh, verse is there by in the Chaitanya Manjusha by the disciple of Advaita Acharya. He, he composed a very nice verse about the religion of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. What is the religion of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? Aradhyo, actually, this verse is not in, not explained in full anywhere or not quoted in full anywhere in Srila Prabhupada's books, but it is partially quoted, different parts of the verse are quoted in different places in Prabhupada's books. Ārādhyo bhagavān vrajeśa tanyas taddhāma vrindāvanam ramya kāchidupāsana vrajavadhu vargenaya kalpita śrīmad bhāgavatam pramāna mamalam prema pumārtho mahaan śrī chaitanya maha prabhormatam idam so, this verse is there. So, Krishna is worshipable along with his holy dham, holy dham, Vrindavan. So, Vrindavan is as worshipable as Krishna himself. And Krishna and his holy dham basically have to be worshipped. And the worship conceived by the gopis, Vrajavadhu um, Vargenaya Kalpita, is the best form of worship. The next point of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's religion is srimad bhagavatam pramanam um, amalam the spotless uh pramanam means uh, proof of religious principles spotless scripture and then prema pumartho mahan love of godhead is the highest attainable goal of human life and he is giving that love of Godhead. not just mukti not just uh, what is this dharma artha kama moksha no prema pumartho mahan like chatur um, what is that uh, Artha, Dharma Shastras, all these Purusharthas, yeah. This Chatur Purusharthas, which is Dharma Artha Kama Moksha, Panchama Purushartha, Prema Pumartha Mahan. His religion is above the Chatur Purushartha, Prema. prema. And then Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Matamidam Tatradara Kimnapara. So, we we have the highest regard for his. the religious principle that he has or the philosophy that he has presented. So that is the verse. This mood is unbounded in the damsels of Raja, the Parakiya Bhava, unwedded love. And among them it finds its perfection in Sri Radha. Proudha nirmalabhava, Bhava, Prema Krishneram Rasa, Asvadha Karan. Her pure, mature love, Radharan is. Pure, mature love surpasses that of all others. Her love is the cause of Lord Krishna's tasting the sweetness of the conjugal relationship. Therefore, Lord Gauranga, who is Sri Hari himself, accepted the sentiments of Radha and thus fulfilled his own desires. Of the four kinds of reciprocation of loving service, Dasya, Sakya, Vatsalya, and Madhurya, Madhurya is considered the fullest. But the conjugal relationship is further divided into two varieties, namely Swakya and Parakya. Swakya is the relationship with Krishna as a formally married husband, and Parakya is the relationship with Krishna as a paramour. Paramour means a man other than the husband. A lovable man other than a husband is a paramour. Expert analysts have decided that, transcendent, that the transcendental ecstasy of the Parakiya is better because it is more enthusiastic. <laughs> there is more adventure, there is more risk involved, there is more drama, there is more, you know, a lot of emotion of love is invested um, because of the risk that is there. So when there is ang- anxiety, the feelings increase. But like um, how to give an example. Um, when there is some danger involved your concern for that person like for example a soldier goes to a battlefield now the wife will be very much concerned about him otherwise also she is concerned but not as intensely as when he is in some danger so (laughs) Krishna (laughs) even when he was a small boy he was fighting with his Asuras but For Yashoda, Mother Yashoda, it never uh, occurred to him that he is the one killing the demons. She is always thinking that somehow or other by the grace of the devatas he is saved. So She is always anxious which other demon is coming to kill him. So, in that anxiety, and Krishna also wants it that way only. Let her not understand. So that, when she is anxious like that for me, her feelings for me increase. And that's what he wants. Like when he says patram pushpam yome bhaktya prayachati, bhakti upahritam asnami prayatatmana That bhakti he wants. He doesn't want relief. So he he does not want that everybody understand that he is Supreme Personality of God. No, he is not interested. He wants that our love for him is exhibited. So when that love is there, that is more important for him than showing off his uh, knowledge about him, himself to the devotee. So, expert analyst, like there is business analyst, uh, market analyst. So, there is a devotional analysts who are great um, devotees themselves. They are expert in analyzing these things. Rupa Goswami, he has written extensively on the subject about Rasa and Rasa bhas and all these compatible and incompatible mellows and everything. So, those were expert in the science like Swarup Goswami and such confidential devotees, they... Um, have concluded this. That the transcendental ecstasy of the parakiya bhava, parakiya Melo is better because it is more enthusiastic. This phase of conjugal love is found in those who have surrendered to the Lord in intense love, knowing well that such illicit love with a paramour is not morally approved in society. They know, <laughs> they know, the gopis know that this is something. In the material world wrong to do Mm. but so there is with that sense of wrong doing and still you want to do that even after knowing it is wrong Uh, actually it is not wrong don't get it wrong (laughs) don't get it wrong that it is wrong it is not wrong okay but it appears like that see so um, when you want to do something wrong and when you know it is wrong, but still you want to do it because you can't resist it. Uh, that is an infatuation, strong infatuation. And <clears throat> like a bank robber, for example, he knows. I mean, he's going to get into trouble. So that adventure that comes with that is, um, you know, it, it brings more. It, it it brings a sense of excitement into the whole thing. But of course, in this material world, if we try such adventures, it will be a disaster. You know? Actually, I was always thinking like this. <laughs> that <clears throat> when I used to be a teenager, I saw sometimes these movies, you know, where Hollywood movies, where um, they have these, some plot, I mean, he's some smart fellow and then he wants to crack the code or something. And then he tries everything. I think um, things like, I don't know I don't remember the movie names but you know he he, you know he tries to you know do something intelligent and he cracks the code and then you know he kinds of achieves whatever criminal thing is doing but in a smart way I mean in an intelligent way you know involves a lot of hacking and all these things it, it's, it's adventurous to go against the the, the government and to go against you know, something some spy work and all these things but Usually, it always ends up in jail, right? The person will always... In real life, you try something like that. I mean, you'll always end up in jail or even get killed. So, I was thinking, oh, if you want adventure, you have to be a bad guy. You know, you can't be a good guy to have an adventure. I was thinking like that. But then, devotional life is perfect because here there's adventure, so much adventure. Um, But this is the highest good. For example, um, the parents or the family sometimes won't agree and you have to go against that. Now, in a, in a movie, sometimes, yeah, even in Indian movies, they have so many stories like this. The The boy and girl, they love each other and the parents don't agree. Most of the Indian movies are based on the storyline. You know, the, the girl's parent, the girl's father won't agree and he will send some goondas to kill the boy and then he will rush and you know, he will fight and, and this thing and so much adventure and of course the hero will always win. You know. <laughs> so, that kind of stories are there. The adventure. But again, that is just for lust, and is and is filled with so much trouble. So I was thinking how to have adventure, which is actually good. So then, when we became, when I came to Krishna consciousness, I was many times I thought about this idea. And actually, adventure is really only possible with no sin in devotional service. Because to first with the family, or you know, they may not like it, and you have to go against sometimes, and that is an adventure in itself. Next. Um, of course, it's not that we willingly want to go against them, but it's it's just that it happens like that sometimes. It's not every time, but sometimes, in some cases. And then sometimes, um, people may give problems, like because the asuras are always there to give problems, right? Either the neighbors will call the police or something like that, and then you have to deal with that, you know. Um, so these things are there, and many times you will face these things. Especially as devotees, I mean, as a normal person, if I see the police coming at me and you know interrogating me, I'll be terrified, right? But we have experience in so many different parts of the world. Devotees have been caught by the police. In fact, in Prabhupada's time, sometimes they were put in the jail, also lock up, just for chanting and you know dancing on the streets and distributing books and all that. So <laughs> they were treated like that, and I mean, we had our fair share also. I mean but it, it, i mean krishna always helped and that adventure to go to the police station and you know um, i mean it's not that we want to go there and you know be an outlaw be a rebel it's not the idea but there's a sense of adventure in that i mean <laughs> i don't know how you feel about all these things but what i'm saying but <laughs> when you're for doing it for krishna you're prepared to take um, it's, it's not risk. I mean, it's I mean it's risk in the sense that because they don't understand in their idea, what we're doing is something wrong or they suspect we're doing something wrong sometimes. And for those reasons, we have to sometimes meet with these elements. And um, it's kind of adventure because we get to be in a situation which usually criminals will be in, um, but without being a criminal. <laughs> so, it's a, it's a very interesting situation. So, I mean, that's just in our own level, I mean, but Gopis, they gave up all their family connections and everything. And they know everything is seemingly wrong, but then they still go for it. And that creates a sense of excitement, which is not possible in ordinary wedded love. Like Rukmini and Krishna doesn't have such adventurous and, you know, know, that, that risk involved. So, of course, Prabhupada explains here. Expert analysts have decided that the transcendental ecstasy of the Parakia Mello is better because it is more enthusiastic. This phase of conjugal love is found in those who have surrendered to the Lord in intense love, Um, knowing well that such illicit love with a paramour is not morally approved in society. The risks involved in such love of Godhead make this emotion superior to the relationship in, in which such risk is not involved. The validity of such risk, however, is possible only in the transcendental realm, because in, in this material world, is this this is not validated. This is completely invalid. This kind of relationships. Again, this is another good example. For something which you will be condemned in this material world, that same risk, that same enthusiasm, that same ex- um, what is it? The thrill that you get by doing that, you can have it in complete. Um, purity when you do it with Krishna like a, a girl or a married woman if she goes after another man and she tries to do it secretly and you know you know hiding away from the husband and all these things it may sound like a thriller but eventually it will be a you know a disaster so it because it's sinful here in this material world but when they do the same thing but for Krishna it is thrill and it's not sinful but it has this element of seemingly being sinful, and therefore, ordinary people will scorn at it. Or they will condemn it. And we have to face that. I mean, this is of course on the level of gopis, but even as devotees, ourselves, so many people have come to me, and any other devotee also, who has joined full-time. They say that, oh, you are escapist, you know, you have no responsibility, you are just... So people look down, and, or you know, condemn this way of life, or, you know, they, all kinds of things. And sometimes the government thinks we are doing something Oh, like you know what are you doing, you know, they sometimes get on our case. So these things are usually, you know, experienced by criminals. And why do the criminals even do this? They get some thrill out of it. Um, they know it's a high danger thing. When there is high danger, there is high risk, there is a high thrill also to that. That adrenaline rush, that the sense of adventure, but usually it goes down the wrong path only way to have it in the right path is to be a devotee uh, where you still are treated like a criminal sometimes <laughs> like the gopis or oh, running after somebody who's not a husband or oh, that's you know totally unacceptable is criminal but what they're doing is the highest thing see that creates a sense of adventure which is um, which is unmatched so in fa- so that's why another another aspect of devotional service is the more risks we take in devotional service. It's not that we should be stupid and you know jump off a plane and you know, I'm taking risk because I'm I, you know, I'm stupid and Krishna will not also waste his time saving us. Okay, you better die. You fall down to the earth and die because you don't know how to take shelter. You better die. So <coughs> not that kind of risks, but we <laughs> should know uh, that's why Krishna will give intelligence how to do it and it's not exactly to be a rebel in this material world, but to actually help them, but because they don't understand that Uh, devotees are actually helping them. For them, they treat us as something wrong. Um, So, unless there is risk in devotional service, one will not grow. One has to take risks while preaching. What risks Srila Prabhupada took when he went to America? I mean, his whole life. He almost passed away on the ship. It's a huge risk. And even if he went there, he wouldn't, there is no guarantee that he will last. The weather, no friends, no money, you know, so much risk. He was just, I mean, at that age, you know, it's a sense of adventure that Srila Prabhupada has uh, even at that age. It's only possible with Krishna, Krishna consciousness. No old man will take such an adventure. It is time for him to retire, you know, like you know, adventures usually people do in the young age, like when they're in the youth. And old ages when, you know, they uh, relax and then tell the whole world that I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that, you know. But, who is where is such a person where he started his adventure when he was 69 years old? And the last 12 years of his life were the adventure. Unmatched. Unmatched. We can't even think of such adventures at this age, at, in the 20s, 30s. We can't imagine. And he did it when he was 70 and 80. So, <clears throat> the validity of such risk, however, is possible only in the transcendental realm. In the material realm, it is not possible. It is always invalid. Such feelings of paramour love is totally condemned, abominable, sinful. One will go to hell for that. Hmm. So, but in the transcendental realm, oh, Chaitanya mahaprabhu said, there is a highest. In fact, nobody is higher than the Gopis. So, in Krishna Consciousness, we, uh, we have to be willing to take risks. You see, I mean, even gopal Prabhu's life. I don't know how many of you know his, any details of his life, but the risks that he took, unless he has taken those risks, the preaching would not be having, would not be here in Singapore even. We, I, this temple would, have, would not have been possible. So, so much risks involved everywhere. So, unless we take risks, unless we are prepared to take risks, like when the... Uh, the krishna's headache for example why gopis were so highest because they were willing to take risk when armani said are you not afraid of uh, going to hell by giving the dust of your feet to put on krishna's head no never mind so what that is a small price to pray uh, small price to pay but krishna's headache has to be solved that is more important well, how does it matter whether we go to hell or not How how is it connected with krishna's headache going or not going why are you concerned with this? There's nothing to do with that. If Krishna wants us to go to hell, we'll go. That risk-taking thing that gopis have, nobody has. So that's why they're the highest. Swakiya and Parakya conjugal love of Godhead have no existence in the material world. And Parakya is not exhibited anywhere in Vaikuntha, but only in the portion of Goloka Vrindavan known as Braja. Swakiya Madhuriya is found in Vaikuntha because Lakshmi and Narayan, as conjugal love, but that is wedded conjugal love. But unwedded conjugal love is in Goloka Vrindavan, and that too, not everywhere in the Vrajadham, in the portion of Goloka Vrindavan known as Vraja. In Vraja only it is there. Some devotees think that Krishna is eternally in uh, the enjoyer in Goloka Vrindavan, but only sometimes comes to the platform of Vraja to enjoy parakiras. Hmm. So, they think Vraj is in this material world and in the Golo Gurindavan, he is always the enjoyer and you know. Parakyaras only happens in the material world, they think. Because um, in spiritual world, why there should be a sense of guilt if one is loving Krishna? If he if he has another husband or something like that. Because in spiritual world, everybody is devotee of Krishna and everybody is supposed to be serving Krishna. But still it is there. It is eternally there. So they think it is eternally not there; it is only manifest here because those feelings are there in this world. Um, so they think that Krishna is eternally, is, um, they enjoy in Golok Vrindavan but only sometimes come to the platform of Vraja to enjoy Parakiras. So to enjoy Parakyaras he has to come to the material world in this Vraja, in this Vrindavan here, in this, on this earth. But the six Goswamis of Vrindavan however have explained that Krishna's pastimes in Vraja are eternal like his other activities in Goloka Vrindavan. Vraja is a confidential part of Goloka Vrindavan. Krishna exhibited his Vraja pastimes on the surface of this world and similar pastimes are eternally exhibited in Vraja in Goloka Vrindavan where Parakya rasa is ever existent. The Goswamis of Vrindavan have established this fact. In the third chapter of this epic, Srila Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami has explicitly accepted the fact that Krishna appears in this material world at the end of the Dwapar Yuga, Dwapar age of the 28th Chatur Yuga of Vaivasvatamano and brings with him his vrajadham which is the eternal abode of his highest pastimes. Golokera Premadhana Harinam Sankirtan. As the Lord appears by his own internal potency, so he also brings all his paraphernalia by the same internal potency without extraneous help. He comes as avatar. He comes down here, but he also brings his dham also here, his nam, his devotees. Everybody come. So when king comes, he comes with his all his confidential associates. So similarly, in fact, he may bring his own plane. He bring his own car. You know, he bring his paraphernalia. Sometimes uh, we have seen. I think when um, when the president of America comes to India, he he brings his own bulletproof car. You know high security car flown in the plane itself and he comes to India and he will go in that car. His own car. He will not take Indian car. So, so he brings his paraphernalia from United States. So, similarly Krishna, he brings his entire (laughs) spiritual world itself (laughs) and fits it into a small area in the material world. He can do anything he likes. As the Lord appears by his own internal potency, so he also brings all his paraphernalia by the same internal potency, without extraneous help. It is further stated here in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, that the Parakya sentiment exists only in the transcendental realm and nowhere else. This highest form of ecstasy can exist only in the most confidential part of the transcendental world, but by the causeless mercy of the Lord, we can have a peep into that invisible Vraja. You see? How mercifully Chaitanya Mahaprabhu—he is showing us that confi- the most confidential part of Vrajadham in this world, and showing us by his own experiencing, uh, you know, by his own behavior, he is giving us an idea, a, a glimpse of what is there in the Vrajadham. So, by his behavior, like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's madness, especially in the last part of the his life, is um, incomprehensible. Actually, if you read those chapters, uh, the last few chapters of Chaitanya Charitamrita, you won't understand. I mean completely beyond our comprehension, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's behavior. You want to understand? I mean, why Why is he behaving like that? I mean, How can something like this ever happen? You know, you will think like that. Total madness. Um, so that is a peep into his um, Golok Vrindavan, I mean the Viprilamba Bhava. The transcendental mellow relished by the gopis in Vraja is super excellently featured in Srimati Radharani. Mature assimilation of the transcendental humor of conjugal love is represented by Srimati Radharani, whose feelings are incomprehensible even to the Lord Himself. The intensity of Her loving service is the highest form of ecstasy. No one can surpass Shrimati Radharani in relishing the qualities of the Lord through His supreme transcendental mellow. Therefore, the Lord Himself agreed to assume the position of Radharani in the form of Lord Sri Gauranga. He then relished the highest position of Parakya Rasa as exhibited in the transcendental abode of Vraja. So these are all the confidential thoughts and desires that fueled the incarnation of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Kaka Singh is saying um, that perspective of adventure is so nice. Being adventurous for a higher purpose, yeah. Shaila Prabhupada said, if you if you don't take risks, you can't preach. Actually, it is true. We can't just preach without taking risks. We have to take risks. Uh, preaching involves a lot of risk taking. Hmm. and um, (laughs) and you will actually enjoy such risk taking such adventure and the thing is you will always be protected by Krishna and even if you are not protected like sometimes in the battlefield for example when uh, Ravana and Ramachandra were fighting in the war many Vanaras died thousands and millions of Vanaras died but still it's not lost oh how come Lord Ramachandra did not protect them They were protected. Why do we consider only when our body is protected, then we are protected? Why don't we remember that we are actually the soul? So when they gave up their bodies in the battle, the soul definitely went back. So the soul is always helped. So even if it externally looks like, oh, how come, you know, even though he's doing, they surrendered their lives and fought for Ramchandra, they still died. The body anyway will die, right? So, whether while fighting for him or after the fight or somewhere, they will have to die. But if while fighting, in fact, Prabhupada said like this, that eventually, I mean, um, sorry, usually a devotee would like to leave his body in Vrindavan or or Mayapur or something like that. But if he is somewhere else in the battlefield of preaching, Prabhupada said, when he is on the battlefield of preaching and he dies preaching somewhere, not in Vrindavan, he will go back to Godhead still. Because he died for Krishna. And wherever such preaching is going on, that is Goloka Vrindavan. That is Vrindavan already. So, So, we have to be always willing to take risks for Krishna. Then only we can preach. If you want to be always on the safe side, Krishna sees that, ah, these people are not, these guys are not ready for, you know, taking any risk for me. Where is his love? Like for example, I have seen, um, I remember seeing a clip in the National Geographic when I was a teenager. Lion was, you know, usually between lion and cheetah, lion is far more powerful than a cheetah. But this incident where the cheetah was guarding uh, her cubs, it was a female cheetah, mother of her cheetah cubs, and the lion is maybe about 100 meters away, looking at the cubs, because the lion, lioness, was a lioness, so he would eat the cheetah cubs. This mother looked at her straight in the eyes, this lion looked at the lioness, and charged at speed, at full speed. A cheetah would never dare to do that against a lioness or a lion. Never dare. Cheetah will run far away from the lion. But this cheetah ran straight towards the lioness because to protect the cubs. Why I am saying this? She risked her life. In fact, her thought of protecting her cubs was so intense that she risked her own life and so ran straight towards the lioness. And in fact, the lioness got scared of the cheetah and ran away. Never, never I saw that before. So, usually it's the other way around. But this happened. So, um, when there is intense love, the point I am trying to make is, because the mother Cheetah has intense love for the cubs, the motherly affection, so she w- was more than willing to take a risk and risk her own life um, to save the... This thing. So, th- when there is affection, there is risk involved. You will take risk for the, I'm you know, protecting the, you know, rights of the loved ones or Protecting the loved ones. Now, you may say, Oh, Krishna doesn't need any protection. Yes, He doesn't need. But that... See, this is what... When there is no anxiety for Krishna, I mean, when there is no anxiety in us for Krishna, that's why the love is lesser. When we understand that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, we know that He cannot be killed, He cannot be... Nothing can ever happen, happen to Him. We... Our sense of love <coughs> is stunted, therefore we don't take risk. Oh, Krishna can save himself, but when Yashoda is there, she thinks that she has to do some puja. She bathes him with cow urine and cow dung, and you know, um, you know, does all the auspicious you know uh, prayers, and so that he will be protected. So in that, her affection as a mother is just pouring out. Um, so she thinks she has to protect. Those feelings are uh, different. There's intense love involved. It comes out of love. But when there is knowledge... Oh, sorry, I kicked the camera. So, when there is knowledge of His supremacy, then ah, He knows. He will protect me. Of course, that protection, that confidence, we should always have that Krishna will protect us. But at the same time, when Krishna's interest is being attacked, we have to fight as devotees. We have to fight for Krishna's interest. Ah, Krishna will take care, no? You know, sometimes, you know, I... You know, when we were uh, raising funds for some festival, or when we say, you know, we want to build a temple, something like that. And then we approach some prospective donors. Sometimes they say, "Uh, let, you know, uh, Krishna will do everything. Krishna will do everything. Don't worry. They will advise us, you know. Don't worry, Krishna will do everything. So, of course, I tell them back that, see, Krishna can do everything, but why is he not doing it? Just like Krishna could have finished that war in the Kurukshetra, why did he not do it? Why he wanted Arjuna to fight? Why there are 18 days of bloodshed? If Krishna wanted, he could just, just by thought, he could have killed all the Kauravas, made Pandavas the kings and finished. Why did Krishna not do it? Because, I mean, it's not about Krishna doing it or not. He can always do it. But if he does everything, what will we do? What is our service? What is the, Where is our love? So he wants to bring out that love. Why is Krishna asking, give me a leaf, give me a flower, give me a fruit? Why does he, he wants our fruits. I mean those fruits are made by Him only. Why does He need our fruit, our leaf, our flower? As if He is a beggar He is asking. Why? He is begging for our love. It's not that He needs our love also. He is not a beggar of our love. He is begging our love so that by loving Him we will be saved. For our benefit He is doing this. Hmm. So we should understand these aspects. So why Krishna makes His work? yes krishna can yes krishna will arrange everything but if he arranges everything what will, what will i do now there are so many devatas 330 million demigods in this universe managing different parts of the universal management i mean you know, like indra is in charge of the rain and sun is in charge of the you know sunlight and wind is in, i mean the vayu is in charge of the wind and varuna is in charge of the water bodies like the oceans but krishna doesn't need any of them right just by his breathing universe is coming out you think he cannot manage that's why well breathing, you know. You, when you breathe out, do you care about the air that is coming out? No. Without even his care, the universe is already coming out. He, he can even manage like that. Huh? Without even worrying about it. Why does he need 330 million devatas to govern all these different aspects of universal management? He doesn't need. They need to serve him. So, to give them service. Alright, you manage this, you manage this, you manage this. But Krishna can manage everything Himself, but He still gives us a chance. So, we—that that is where our love for Him is uh, you know, shown, when we do something for Him. Not when He does everything for us. Where is the love? We are just taking God as our waiter. You now when we go to a restaurant, waiter, okay, give me this, give me this, give me this. We give an order and He will give, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir. Why should we order God and ask Him for this and that? Why? We should be the waiter of God and we should take His orders and execute. Ram Dutu Hanuman, like that. Anyway, next. Sureshanam Durgam Gati Noma Panishadam Muninam Sarvasvam Pranata Patalinam Madhurima. Viniri asah prem no nikhila pasu palam Sachaitanya kimme punara pidrshoryas Padam This is Jagannath Ashtakam tune, then there is the Nithyananda Ashtakam tune, which is the uh, Vrindavan Dashtha Kuru's Nithyananda Ashtakam. sureshanam durgam gati Gati ratishayeno panishadam Muninam sarvasvam Pranata patalinam madhurima Viniriyasaha premno Nikhila pashupalam buja drisham Sachaitanya hakim punarapidrishoriyasya tipadam Lord Chaitanya is the shelter of the demigod. This is actually by Rupa Goswami. In the Stavamala, Lord Chaitanya is the shelter of the demigods, the goal of the Upanishads, the be all and end all of the great sages, the beautiful shelter of his devotees, and the essence of the love of the lotus eyed gopis. When he, uh, sorry, will he again be the object of my vision? Aparam kasyapi kutuki rasastomam Madhuram upabhoktum kamapiyah Rucham swam avavre Yuthi mihatadiyam prakatayan Sadevas Chaitanya Krithiratitaram nah kripayatu Lord, Lord Krishna desired to taste the limitless nectar and mellows of the love of one of his multitude of loving damsels, Sri damsels, Radha. And so he has assumed the form of Lord Chaitanya. He has tasted that love while hiding his own dark complexion with her effulgent yellow color. May that Lord Chaitanya confer, confer upon us his grace. So these two verses are basically saying the same thing as today's verse, of I mean the fifth verse of Chaitanya Charitamrita in a different way. Texts 51 and 52 are respectively Prathamach Sri Chaitanyashtaka verse 2 and Vitiya Sri Chaitanyashtaka verse 3. From the Stavamala of Srila Rupa Goswami. Stavamala is a, has so many songs and verses, nice verses and songs about Krishna by Rupa Goswami. And this is from there. Bhavagrahaner hetu kohila dharma sthapan taramukhya hetu kohi shuna sarvajan. To accept ecstatic love is the main reason he appeared and re-established the religious system for this age. I shall now explain that reason. Everyone please listen. artha Prakash. Having first given hints about the verse describing the principal reason why the Lord appeared, now I shall manifest its full meaning. Then the actual verse comes. Radha Krishna Prana Yavikriti, Ladini Shakti Rasman Ekatmana Vapibhuvipura, Deha Bedam Gato Chaitanyakam Prakatama Duna Tadvayam Chaikamaptam radha Yoti Suvalitam Nomi Krishna Swarupam The loving affairs of Sri Radha and Krishna are transcendental manifestations of the Lord's internal pleasure giving potency. Although Radha and Krishna are one in their identity, they separated themselves eternally. Now, these two transcendental identities have again united in the form of Sri Krishna Chaitanya. I bow down to him who has manifested himself with the sentiment and complexion of Sri Mati Radharani, although he is Krishna himself. This text is from the diary of Shri, Goswami, Shri, sorry, Shri Sarup Damodar Goswami. It appears as the fifth of the first 14 verses of Sri Chaitanya Charita Amrita. Now, here goes more uh, explanation of this verse until verse number 100. So, the first 100 verses are explaining only this 5th verse, then the next 179 verses explain the 6th verse, so I think we will stop here, what's the time, yeah, 1 hour 48 minutes, today it's much much earlier, Uh, we'll take any questions if there are, okay, we have some, have some questions okay by Dhiraj first Hare Krishna Prabhu please accept my humble obeisances please accept mine too Prabhuji I heard once Bhaktisiddhant Prabhupada said that generally people worship and glorify Radharani because she is very dear to Krishna but actually we are worshippers of Srimati Radharani and we worship Krishna only because Radharani loves him I am not getting this statement is it true? you know Either way, both love each other. Radharani loves Krishna, and Krishna loves Radharani. So, it's either way is the same thing. Okay. So, because we are the soul, I mean, we are the we are Prakriti. We are female. We are supposed to cooperate with the male, Krishna, for his enjoyment, and uh, we cannot go to him without Radharani's permission. So therefore, Radharani should be our worshipable deity. Anyway, even Radharani also we cannot worship directly, because as Narutum Das sang, Rupa Raghunate akuti, Kabe Hama Bujhabo Shri Jugalpiriti. So, unless I understand or unless I become an authorized servant of Rupa and Son, uh, Raghunath Goswami's, I cannot enter into the understandings of Radha and Krishna. So, in other words, we now have to focus on serving Srila Prabhupada. Yeah? Shila Prabhupas is what we have to focus on, Radharani and Krishna is very far away for us, at least for me, Prabhupada is, Prabhupas instructions I can try, that also is very difficult, yeah? but we have to try, whatever he has given we have to, it is not, that, oh Prabhu, very difficult Prabhu, to wake up for Vangalarthi, no, 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 that is all we have to do, apart from all the regular sadhana, we have to, you know, preach and expand this movement, that is, you know. Uh, Krishna's mercy uh, will have to unfold everything, how this movement will grow, but we have to always um, meditate like that. But the rules and regulations that he has given, we have to first strictly follow. Whether we understand or not all these higher statements, um, we we cannot really enter into these understandings. But one thing we have to understand is, Radha and Krishna we cannot approach without Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also we cannot approach without Prabhupada's mercy. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, I will eat only in the house of a Laksheshwar, like Karodapati, Lakshapati or Laksheshwar. I will eat only in the house of Laksheshwar, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said. So, oh, all the devotees were like, what? You only eat in, we don't have that much money, so we are very poor. That means we are doomed, we will never come to our house. No, no, no. My meaning of Laksheshwar is, every day 1 lakh names, that means 100,000 names. That means 64 rounds every day. If a person chants, uh, I will eat in their house, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said. Because everybody, every devotee used to call him for uh, taking prasadam in their house. So, he said, I will only come to the house of Lakshapati, Laksheshwar. This is in Chaitanya Bhagavad. Then, uh, when the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu explained the meaning of Laksheshwar, all the devotees became happy. Everybody was, chan- chan- everybody was chanting, very strict and chanting 64 rounds every day. So, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will come to their house. So, but that means... Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will, will not accept anything that we offer to him. Because we are not chanting 64 notes, right? So only through Krishna Prabhupada we can at least even go to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Who is already the most munificent incarnation. Even that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu we cannot reach. With our standards of sadhana. At least by the mercy of Prabhupada. If he recommends Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will accept. And if Chaitanya Mahaprabhu accepts Radharani will accept. Radharani accepts Krishna will accept. That is our, our method of... That is our uh, consolation. You know? So let us work on what we can. Other statements, even I am not capable of understanding these, sta- these kind of complicated statements. Next question by Kaka Singh Hare Krishna Prabhuji, please accept my humble obeisances. How do we figure out what is our mood with Lord Krishna? Or, like you said, we should just follow the regulatory principles first and slowly it will be revealed which mood we have with Lord Krishna. Yes, precisely. Don't ever try don't ever try to find out what is our mood we cannot figure it out Krishna has to reveal this and he will not you can't you can't be impatient Prabhu I have chanting for one year Prabhu Krishna still did not reveal hmm? so easy hmm? we should not think it is <laughs> I mean I'm not, I'm not saying you are doing that but I'm saying I've seen devotees who are very impatient who want absolute love of Godhead in two days I mean come on and I mean it's possible Prabhupada said one second. One second it is enough. But that that means complete surrender. It's not just oh, Prabhupada said one second, how you can how you can say that it's not one second, how you can say two days you cannot get, you know, two hours cannot get, two weeks cannot get two years cannot get. How come you are saying like this? It is not about the time at all. It is about our surrender. If surrender is one hundred percent, one second. Is our surrender hundred percent? When it is not hundred percent, how can we say that I want in one second? Uh, first of all, we must surrender. And surrender means Prabhu, okay, I have I have today I have declared I have surrendered to Krishna. It is not a lip service, it will be sh- it will be will have to be seen. Okay, Prabhu, you have surrendered, come to the temple, wash the toilet here. Prabhu, that one, how to Prabhu? I have never washed toilet, you know. I've always got somebody to, to wash the toilet. Uh, that means where is the surrender? Surrender means do anything that Krishna asks. Hmm. like Arjuna kill your grandfather I want to see you surrender to me kill your grandfather I mean look at the level of surrender that is required to do that just for a moment you think about it kill your cousins he did not want to kill in the beginning kill your guru who taught you this archery kill him you surrender to me kill him let me see how much you have surrendered to me so Krishna will test our surrender and just by surrender is not a simple word, you know. So we just thrown away like that. That's why Krishna reserved it for the end of Bhagavad Gita. Ah, it is a very big, big word, surrender. Prabhu, I surrender, Prabhu. It has to be shown. After all the tests, are we still with Krishna, or we have long gone? <laughs> it has to be seen. So all this, it has to be seen how much our surrender. So. Anyway, this will be revealed. This is our mood of Krishna, with Krishna. What is our mood? That will be revealed. And there is no um, hurry. There is no hurry. Absolutely. We, we just have to patiently. Uh, patiently execute our the orders of the spiritual master. We have to be dutiful. We have to be a dutiful disciple. Then we will be a beautiful disciple. <laughs> so, we have to be... Um, to follow every instruction given by Śrīla Prabhupāda. Now, if we can't do that, what is the use of thinking about our uh, eternal relationship? Nothing. No use. We are not going to get there. Go- For millions of lifetimes, we may chant Hare Krishna, We will not get love of Godhead if we commit offences. So first of all, let us be offenseless first, let let me curb my offences, I am committing unknowingly and knowingly so many offences. So let me first of all stop those offences. Bhakti Thakur is singing us a nice song, Hame Bolo Amar, Aparadha Guchi Ruchi. So he is saying, um, when will my offences stop? And when after having stopped my offences, will I actually be able to taste the real taste of? The Harinam, Ruchi, when will I get? When? Kabe Habe Bolo when will that day be mine when these things will happen? That means he is endeavouring for that perfection. actually, he is already perfect. When a Bhaktivana Thakur says, Oh, I want when will the day be mine? Ah, you see Bhaktina Thakur that means he is not perfect, you know, he's he, is, he wants perfection. This kind of we should not be a stupid disciple, you know. We cannot be a stupid rascal. We have to understand that these are humility-filled words of Bhaktivana Thakur and Narutamalas Thakur. So we have to understand, okay, this is how we have to think. They are teaching us. Of course, they think in their own humility, in their own pure devotional service. But we have to learn from such expressions and we have to learn how to be humble. Oh, we should always endeavor for that purity. And instead instead of saying that I am very pure, you know, only an impure person will say I am pure. A pure person will say I am impure. You know. Sometimes a impure person will say I am impure, hoping that the other person will say, No Prabhu, actually you are very pure Prabhu. Ah actually yes. <laughs> these kinds of nonsense happens, the mind will play so many tricks. So we have to be very, very careful with that. <laughs> we have to beat our mind, you know, hundred times in the morning, hundred times in the night. Okay, next by Bhakti Najanya. Hare Krishna Prabhu, when a devotee can understand, he has no time to waste except enge- oh, when a devotee can understand that he has no time to waste except engagement in devotional service. When he has achieved a um, little bit, it's called Anubhava. You know that was Shantirav Virthakaratam. When the seed of ecstatic emotion for Krishna fructifies, this is when it happens. When the seed of ecstatic emotion for Krishna fructifies, the following nine symptoms manifest in one's behavior. Forgiveness, concern that time should not be wasted, detachment, absence of false prestige, hope, eagerness, a taste for chanting the holy name of the Lord, attachment to descriptions of the transcendental qualities of the Lord, and affection for those places where the Lord resides, that is, a temple or a holy place like Vrindavan. These are all called anubhava, subordinate signs of ecstatic emotion. They are visible in a person in whose heart the seed of love of God has begun to fructify. So, I mean, if we are sincere, then we will realize that human life is not to be wasted and One will uh, come to a point where he does not want to waste any time. There is a nice verse, no? We have shown many times in this uh, Srimad Bhagavatam. It's actually quoted from the Vishnu Puran. I think 2.9.36 probably. Here, in the purport, um, no, no, this. there are so many nice verses in this purport, but this one, in the Vishnu Purana it is written, maha yan vasudevam If even for a moment, remembrance of Vasudev, the Supreme Personality of Godhead is missed, that is the greatest loss, that is the greatest illusion and that is the greatest anomaly. So we may understand to an extent that we should not waste time as we progress, but still we waste a lot of time. Our uh, theoretical understanding and our practical application does not match still. So it takes a lot of practice to come to the stage of actually realizing the statement that not a single even if for a moment remembrance of Vasudev is missed. That is the greatest loss, greatest illusion and greatest anomaly. We don't feel that way, right? Oh yeah, I have to chant my rounds, you know. I forgot. Ah. It's a normal thing to forget. Very rare thing to remember. That's why Prabhupada said, you know, that one devotee asked, Prabhupada, why is it that um, when we are Krishna conscious, sometimes we fall into Maya? Prabhupada said, no, no, you are always in Maya. Sometimes you fall into Krishna consciousness. (laughs) That is our position right now. But we have to be coming to a point where one moment also we cannot miss. There is a nice verse, you know. Beautiful verse in the ninth canto. Yasyananam makara kundalacharu karna Bhrājat kapola subhagam savilāsahāsam Nityotcavam natatru pur Nāryo Narascha mudita kupita nimeshca <laughs> Krishna's face is decorated with ornaments such as earrings resembling sharks. His ears are beautiful, his cheeks brilliant and his smiling attractive to everyone. Whoever sees Lord Krishna sees a festival. His face and body are fully satisfying for everyone to see. But the devotees are angry at the creator for the disturbance caused by the momentary blinking of their eyes. When the eyes blink, when the eyes blink and they cannot see Krishna in that moment, they feel frustrated. Nonsense creator, you know, rascal, he doesn't know how to create. Why did you create this blinking of the eyes? Why? Why I can't see Krishna all the time? Why this blinking is there? That much! You know, and sometimes we come to the temple, we don't even take darshan. Uh, Go to eat Prasadam first. (laughs) But here (laughs) devotees are saying Um, one moment, the blinking of the eyes, they can't tolerate. See how far we have to go. Um, (laughs) Of course, (laughs) It is not to be imitated, we can't come to the, uh, immediately we can't come to the platform. It takes a lot of practice. Lot of, um, I mean, first of all, following all the regulatory principles properly and everything. Then eventually, as we do more and more and more and more, then eventually it will come to a stage where these things can manifest. This is very, this is complete love of Godhead. You know, it's not just like ordinary, you know, idea. Oh, nice idea, Prabhu. Oh, nice way. Nice he thought like that, you know, this verse is very nice. It's not a nice way he thought about it, you know, somehow it was a poetic thinking and, you know, he thought about it. Yeah, why not I write about it? like? No, no, no. It's what they usually feel which was expressed in this sloka. This is their life. They feel like this. Because single moment, they cannot miss with Krishna. But as much as possible, we should engage ourselves in Krishna's service without wasting time. Hmm. We should learn how to not waste time. Next question by Kaka Singh. What is so significant in the transcendental relationship of conjugal love with Lord Krishna that is considered the highest perfection? I think we have covered that in today's session. <coughs> the example is given like the elements of the five elements, panchabhuta. What is that? Bhumi, Apa, Anala, Vayu, Kam. Means earth, water, fire, air, and ether. So, in um, this, the the ether can only be perceived by the presence of sound. So, the ears only can perceive. Whereas uh, the air can be perceived with touch and sound. The fire can be perceived with touch, sound, and form by seeing. Water can be by sound, touch, form, and taste. Earth has form, touch, uh, sorry. sound, touch, form, taste and smell. So, the earth can be fully uh, perceived with all the five senses. (coughs) So, just as each of the um, Panchabhuta from subtle to gross as we progress, it has an added feature, added feature, added feature. So, similarly, the loving reciprocations of dasiras, Shantaras, dasiras, Sakharas, Vatsalaras and Madhureras have added features, added features, added features. So these are all extensively discussed in the Bhaktira Samrata Sindhu and also in some parts of the Chaitanya Charitamritam. Um, you can read those. You know. So more intimacy increasing with... So conjugal love is the highest. And even among conjugal love, the Parakiya Bhava, which is unwedded love, like Radharani's and the Gopi's, that is the topmost, more than even the wedded love. Next by Dhiraj, Dhiraj. Hari Krishna Prabhu, please accept my humble obeisances. I have not yet completed reading of Srimad Bhagavatam even once, but I have attended lots of classes, and also I am very much familiar with the philosophy. So I think I am qualified to attend and relish CC classes, right? Maybe you are qualified to attend and relish Chaitanya Charitamrita classes, but I am not qualified to actually speak on Chaitanya Charitamrita. I, I mean. We should never think ourselves qualified to attend Chaitanya charitamrita or Bhagavatam or even Bhagavad Gita or even chanting the holy name. We should never think ourselves qualified. Qualified means wow, you are already there. <laughs> so, it is we have to think like this that see how Rupa Goswami and Sanatana Goswami and you know, Krishna Das Kavaraja Goswami. Okay, I am the most unqualified but it is the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that he is Patita Pavan and because I am actually Patita, I am unqualified and because he comes to deliver the unqualified, therefore he picked me up somehow. Because I am unqualified and and the devotees of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu picks those who are unqualified Patita Pavan uh, they have picked me up seeing that I was most unqualified. Narutam Das Thakur, you see how he is singing in the song. That's why I am doing this Vaishnava songs because we really need to get into the Mood of a proper devotee. So, Naradam Nasthakur is saying, Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu, Doyakoro more, Mosama Patita Prabhu, Napaibeara. Actually, I have combined two slokas, two stanzas of the song, but A patita pavana hetu Tava tara patita pavana hetu Tava tara Mosama patita prabhu na paevea. She is saying, Your patita pavan. You have come to deliver the fallen. I am telling you that more sama patita prabhu na You have come here in the search of fallen souls to save them. I am declaring that you will not find a more fallen soul than me. Therefore, my claim is first. Please pick me up first. You have come in search of fallen souls. Here I am. Fallen soul number one. Pick me up first. <laughs> so even. Yamunacharya also prayed like this in the Stotra Ratna. I don't have the exact shloka but he also prayed, prayed like, actually actually, I think, probably it is there in one of the purports. Um, I don't know, maybe. But it is there in the Stotra Ratna of Yam- Yamunacharya. But so he is saying, I am the most fallen and therefore my claim is first. So in that way devotees say, not that Krishna, I am qualified to chant the holy name, really. Then you should chant like Haridas Thakur. There is qualification of chanting holy name. Because we are not qualified, we are given, a, you know, some rounds. Okay, you finish at least sixteen. For a person who is qualified to chant the holy name, there is no need of any rule. He will. There may be a. There should be a rule to, for him to stop the holy name. said, so you stop your holy name now. That may be have to be said, but of course, still he will not stop. But there is no need of telling him, Prabhu, "Please chant." chant this many rounds. There is no need of telling him because he chants way more than that, like haridas Thakur. Is there a need that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, somebody come and ask him, please chant Hare Krishna? Did anybody dare to tell haridas Thakur, to please chant Hare Krishna? <laughs> that is qualification. Hmm. Prabhupada, one devotee asked Prabhupada, Prabhupada, uh, how do we know that we are chanting good rounds? Huh? Prabhupada said, nonsense, what good rounds? Huh? Good round means why you stop at 16? why not 16,000? That is good rounds. Uh, good round means you do not want to stop. If you are stopping, means where is the good round? You have no attraction. Uh, so, <laughs> he kept us in check uh, to think properly. So, do not think that uh, we are qualified to attend and relish this class. It is by the mercy of devotees we can, you know, but still we have to. And don't think you know a philosophy also. Okay, you are familiar maybe, but still don't ever think. Uh, we should never think that we are familiar. Alright, you know, I, I, mean, I know. That is the very... Um, uh, what is that? Sabotage... Uh, sabo- I mean, that, that attitude sabotages our success in spiritual life. When we think we are good enough, that's the thing, that's the time when we, when we fall away should never think is good enough. Okay, i I kind of familiar with the philosophy, you know, I mean, of course, in a practical sense, you are telling, I know, but still, should always think, I have a lot more to learn. I mean, Prabhupada said, if you read you know, 1000 times Bhagavad Gita, each time it will be different. You will get newer and newer meanings, newer and newer realizations. How can we say, I'm familiar? Hmm. Ramikas Prabhu is asking, "Is it Mac Mac-Gyber? you're talking about? Adventure movies, regarding adventure movies? MacGyver, what is MacGyver? I don't know." Next question by Bhaktavirendra: "What is love of Godhead? Is it achievable by only bhakti process?" Virendra. what kind of question is this? What is love of Godhead? Actually, I can't tell you because I have no experience. So only we can understand from the statements of whatever we are learning in these statements. I mean, a whole class we talked about love of Godhead. It's like you know, hearing the whole Raman and saying, oh, "Who is, by the way, Sita? Who is Ramchandra?" Actually, not yeah, like that. You we are asking. We are talking about bhakti and love of Godhead and the highest love of Godhead of Radharani, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taking his, her, her mood and complexion and we're talking all these things, and now you are saying, "What is love of Godhead?" you go back and hear the class again okay next question by virendra after many lifetimes we are doing we are now doing bhakti so will this human birth give that ultimate love of godhead in this birth by performing bhakti or will he have to take many such births to attain love of godhead in future depends on sincerity depends on sincerity it's not that this human birth will give a full chance. It's not about how we take advantage of that position. I think in today's morning, morning's class, Bhagavatam class, I was mentioning this as well. The hare and the tortoise race. You know that story. The hare was fast. Tortoise was slow. The hare ran and halfway in the towards the finish line, he slept. Ah, let me take rest away. and this tortoise will come anyway. Let me take rest. And what happened? Tortoise won. So he had an advantage, this hair. But he did not take advantage of such advantageous position. Human birth is an advantageous position. Even in human birth, Indian birth is a a more advantageous position. And even among whatever, whether Indian or non-Indian, if you come to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement through Śrīla Prabhupāda, that is the most advantageous position. But if we don't take advantage of the advantageous position and proceed further, who is to be blamed? So we have to be sincere and we have to grab the opportunity. As they say, when an opportunity of a lifetime strikes, grab it within the lifetime of such opportunity. Now, this opportunity is not even within a li- opportunity of a, a lifetime. It is opportunity of millions and trillions and gazillions of lifetimes. So we should grab it within the lifetime of the opportunity the, because opportunity will not last very long. Um, so now that we have it, grab it. So. If we grab it as tightly as we hold on to it, that much quickly we progress. As loosely we you know hold on to it, that much delay it will be. It all depends on our how well we hold on to the process. Next, um Kaka Singh. What are some of the principles that one should do to receive the mercy, grace, and blessing of Srila Prabhupada? Chant sixteen rounds, four regulatory principles, attend Arati, preaching Eat only prasadam. Is there anything else? Yeah, reading Srila Prabhupada's books every day. And preaching means try to sell Prabhupada's books. Because preaching means our preaching should be to instill the faith in Srila Prabhupada's books in the hearts of the listeners. That's what why the screen is here. So that uh, to show that all the answers are here in Srila Prabhupada's books. This is uh, Everything is here. So, the the viewer will get the faith in Srila Prabhupada's books. Okay, you know what? He is pointing every time to those books. Let me read those books. That's the whole point. We have to read Prabhupada's books every day. Mm? And preaching should be to the point of getting the other person to read Prabhupada's books. Hand one book in his hand. Somehow or other. Convince him of that. Um, so, anyway, preaching involves prasadam distribution, book distribution, and bringing him to the temple, you know, all these things. Training them up to be a devotee. It's a lot of work. But yes, preaching will definitely be the most pleasing to Prabhupada, and especially book distribution. And by the way, we are doing our Gita Jayanti uh, marathon of Bhagavad Gita book distribution. We started it last week. And within one week, we sold about 200 Bhagavad Gitas, which is a lot for Singapore standards, our, I mean, I mean, this is unprecedented until now. The first two days itself, we sold about 163 Bhagavad Gita's, And within the next four or five days, we have about another 40, 50 Bhagavad Gitas. Um This is the fastest we have ever sold Bhagavad Gita's. Um, so, this is the first time we are actually having this campaign. In India, I think they do have this campaign sometime. I mean, every year. But in Singapore, this is the first time. We did not have any fairs or anything where we distribute books. So, if you can participate in this um campaign and then you can also take some Bhagavad Gita's or you get your friends to buy Bhagavad Gita's you know or ask them to sponsor Bhagavad Gita's something like that so that will be helpful or even otherwise small books anything preach and what else they'll uh, come to the temple associate with devotees and there are so many things like even dressing properly women in sarees men in dhotis and um, what else tilak putting tilak putting kanti mala and um, you know i mean the full act range of activities <coughs> sweeping the temple co- helping in the cooking once you come to the association of devotees all these things will open up and we volunteer our time if you have time you can volunteer and then you can you know learn many many services so basically to please prabhupada means prabhupada wants us to be sent percent 24 hours engaged in krishna's service so if we do that then we will be pleased hmm. So these are the things you have mentioned like 16 Downs following 4 Regulatory Principles and all these things They are the foundation Once you do these foundations right, then you then you have to go to the next step Accepting the next You have to always do more and more service More and more, more and more like that you know? Oh, There is a verse from Stotra Ratna Madhya 11.151, really? C Madhya eleven dot one fifty one Hm, this is the one Nemajaton <laughs> Bhavarana vāntas cirāyame kūlami vāsilabdha Tvayāpilabdham bhagavan idhānīm Anuttamam pātram idham dayaya. <coughs> Anuttamam, the best pātram candidate for, your, for showing your mercy you have found. You will find in me. O oh my Lord, O oh unlimited one! Although I was merged in the ocean of nations, I have now, after a long time, attained you. Just as one may attain the seashore. My dear Lord, by getting me, you have obtained the right person upon whom to bestow your causeless mercy. This is by Yamunacharya. There's another thing, another one, 1.203. Uh, actually, Bhaktiuna Thakur songs are based on many shlokas of Stotra Ratna by Yamunacharya. This is also Let us submit one piece of information before you my Lord, dear Lord. It is not at all false but is full of meaning. It is this. If you are not merciful upon us, then it will be very, very difficult to find more suitable candidates for your mercy. So if you don't you know, show mercy towards me, um, because you are a Patita Pavan, so if you don't show your mercy towards me, then you will not find a better fallen soul than me. If you are searching for fallen souls, here I am, but of course, actually there is one <laughs> One time where Prabhupada's disciple is saying, I am the most fallen, you know, he was saying like that. So Prabhupada said, you are not the most of anything. You know, you are not the most of anything. Even to say you are the most fallen, you have to be more exalted. Uh, You have to be most exalted to say that you are the most fallen. So if you are saying you are most fallen, that means you are saying that you are most exalted. Are you most exalted? No, right? Then don't say you are most fallen. (laughs) (laughs) Prabhupada checked, you know, our... uh, Hidden desires by saying I am fallen, if I want to be praised, oh Prabhu, oh you are so pure that you are always saying you are fallen. Um, If that is what we want to hear, then you know that's uh, Krishna will check us, Sri Prabhupada will check us. So, yeah, so these nice verses are there from Stotra Ratna. Okay, I think Virendra is saying garland making, yeah, garland making, everything, toilet cleaning. Pots cleaning. Everything so many services are there. Okay, I think there is a wisdom bite that is shared here. There is a wisdom bite video related to this. About what? How to please Prabhupada. Maybe I don't even remember what I spoke. You can go and see that. (laughs) I think the sponsor link for the Bhagavad Gita distribution is also here in the comments as I am featuring here so this link is there in the comment section you can um, click on that and you can sponsor or you can get your friends to sponsor or ask them to buy five or something like that so especially for those who are in Singapore here I think Indian devotees can't won't be able to manage these expenses and all that especially for Singaporean devotees here all right I think I'll uh, thank you very much for attending the session श्री चैतन्य महाप्रभु की जय श्री चैतन्य चरितामृत की जय श्री प्रभुपाद की जय अनंत कोटि वैष्णव वृंद की जय निताय आय गौर प्रेमानंदे हरि हरि बोल हरे कृष्णा